What is up, guys? This is Pinzo back with another episode of the Nerd Hub podcast. I, of course, am joined by Safi here with me. Hello, everybody. Safi, today we've we've got some good stuff cooked up today. Actually, I think I think that we've we've got some really good good topics today. What do you think? Uh, I'd like to say that every week has been some pretty good topics, but yeah, this week's no different. Well, I, I think this I think this week might even be a, be exceptional. Obviously, Smallville was a pretty good one last week, <laughs> but I, I think we've got some good stuff on on the horizon for today's episode. All right, all right. Well, I guess we might as well get into it then. I think so. You got you got anything to add to the intro? Not really. No. All right, all right. I, I was hoping for like a leave a like, subscribe your friends kind of thing that's where you were supposed to um, say that oh god i'm gonna be real i don't know if you can even do two of those things it's i think on spotify you can follow the podcast i think you so can do that as liking and subscribing or is it's that a kind of the same thing? as liking and subscribing i don't know tell your friends about the podcast let's just go with that one there we go all right so without with that out of the way with the obvious you know leave a like and subscribe out of the way we're moving into our last, well, potentially our last movie starting thing with our, you know, we did we did good movies that are bad, bad movies that are good, good movies that are good. And what does that leave us, Safi? Bad movies that are bad. That is true. And I, this was hard, actually. Did you find this one to be hard? Um, I, yeah, a little bit. I, I thought it was interesting. I was looking for primarily movies that hit theaters, like actual blockbuster movies, and it was kind of difficult to find one that was just really bad all around, really no redeeming qualities. But I did find one. Oh, that, that's good. I I all that was that was my biggest struggle point was thinking of movies that had hit a theater that were bad movies that i knew were bad movies because there are a lot of bad movies that went you know straight to netflix or or something like that but finding one that hit theaters that was a it was a bit of a struggle i actually found a couple more though while i was while i was looking yeah just in the last like 10 minutes oh well i guess we'll i'll we'll have to kind of bank on you i'll I'll bring them up i'll bring them more answers and me having (laughs) one answer we'll we'll bank on that for all right safi do you (laughs) want us do you want to start us off on bad movies that are bad um all right yeah I, I can start us off um i'll put i'll put the disclaimer forth that this will not be uh, a long it won't be a long discussion on my movie we'll, we'll put it that way you don't think so, so th- no i don't think so and all right lay it on me safi I'll, t- I'll tell you why in a second here all so, right all right i'm ready bad movie that's bad um this one was from 2010 it got a five percent from critics a 30 percent from the audience <laughs> okay okay it, it is the last airbender ah that is a good choice that is one that did come into my mind while looking i won't lie that's completely fair and um i will also put forth the the, the disclaimer that i haven't seen this movie you have not but seen I, this movie, but I know it's bad. You haven't seen any of this movie? It. No, I have not. I think once I heard everyone say how bad it was, I tried to specifically avoid it. Okay, okay, that's fair. I understand that actually. I get that. This movie stinks. It's it's really bad actually. Oh yeah, I've heard it's really awful. 
it's just everything that is nice about avatar book one is thrown out the window in this film it is just completely the source material might as well not exist looking at one of the like posters for it's i mean it's just bad the posters stink the posters are horrible why does why does zuko have air or hair air well, hair. he has, he kind of has hair in the, he does, in the but in book one, show. he's got the real high ponytail. Well, yeah, it's, it's like the formal ponytail. Yeah, Zuko is bad in this movie. Uh, well, all the actors are bad, actually. Uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. The well, looking, looking at the cast, I don't think I really recognize anybody. Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, oh, that's the director. That's fine. Well, that. did you know? This is oh, this boy. is actually not part of my trivia segment, but I was say. I, did you know that the girl who plays Katara in this movie plays the daughter of Mark What's His Bucket in the new Transformers movies, the new two Transformers movies? Really? Yeah, yeah. She's the daughter. He's she. I I do not know the character's name in that in those <laughs> movies because those are also pretty bad movies. But yeah, Mark, uh, I don't know what his last name is. Marky Mark. He's the he's the inventor guy in the new Transformers movies. His daughter is Katara from this movie. Uh, Age of Extinction? Yeah, yeah. And the other one. The Last I, Night. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know the other one. It's, uh, I was looking at I think it's Last Night. Movies. Um, I don't see The Last Night in her movies, but I do she, see Age She of actually might not be in that film. <laughs> that's I don't, I don't that's think totally possible. Yeah, Tessa Yeager. Yeah, she didn't. I don't think she got better as an actress between between The Last Airbender and Age of Extinction. I'm gonna be honest. Movie scores went up between the two movies. Well, yeah, that makes sense because <laughs> this this Last Airbender movie is really trash. That Age of Extinction movie is mostly trash. Yeah, I will say, um, she has not done well in movies, and I don't know if that's her fault or somebody else's fault, but her highest rated movies go 89% from critics, 63%, 53%, 45%. Interesting. Like top four, and the f- number five is 43%, so it's not good. Interesting, Things okay. Things have not gone well for her. Okay, okay. Yeah, the this movie's not very good. No, They're, unfortunately, I can't I can't talk about why it's not good because I it's just, it, but I know it's really bad. It's everything that the anime is not really like. The action scenes are all super slow. Everything else is really slow. The char- like Sokka in this is not funny, and that's his oh, primary man. character trait. You know, so it that's kind of disappointing. Weren't like the actual bending parts really poorly? They're done just really well? bad. Yeah, they look like they wanted to make them practical or something and have no CGI, but then just didn't do a good job. That's kind of what I got from it, at least. Gotcha. So yeah, this is this was a pretty good choice, I think, for bad movies. I don't think there's really anything we can say about these movies that has not been said. Probably. Is that, yeah, no, probably not. I, don't, I do not think there's anything that I can no. say about The Last Airbender that someone else has not already said. People have said a lot. So. I mean, it has a 5% from critics. Yeah, That's pretty dang bad. It's bad. But since there's not much more we can say on it, Pinzo, what did you pick for a bad movie that is really bad? All right, well, my movie 
is a, it's a 2015 movie. Okay. It has real actors in it. Like that's one thing about uh, Last Airbender. There's not really real actors in this. These oh, yeah, were all actors like... that got paid, you know, twenty dollars to be in this film. <laughs> My movie does have real actors in it. It has a nine right, percent right. from the critics. It has Rough. it has an eighteen percent from the audience. Okay, so not much better. So not much better. This movie being the twenty fifteen adaptation of Fantastic Four. Fan four stick, if you will. Because uh... the on the on the title the, the second A is replaced with a four. We'll call it fan four stick <laughs> this is it this is have you seen this movie safi um i'm looking i'm trying i'm trying to look at it right now i think you I don't think so you don't think so i don't this, think so <laughs> this movie is is really it's almost comically bad actually i've heard that this one was bad so the, have you seen the the original fantastic four the one from like 2002 I believe I have. Um, let me double check the actors in that one. Yeah, it's the one with. Um, I just lost the woman's name. She's the the chick from the 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 lady that plays Sue Storm in the in those movies oh, is actually famous. It has Chris Evans in it. Yeah, it has Chris Evans. It has in Chris Evans. He's Chris Evans is uh, Mr. Flamey Hot. Yeah, Jessica Alba. She's actually famous. Oh. What are they not all famous? Well, th- I don't know. I don't know the guy who plays the thing and the guy who plays mr fantastic i don't recognize them from other stuff but i know jessica alba and i know chris evans all right fair enough oh michael chiklis yeah like i know his name but i don't really know who he is fair enough i believe i've seen this one yeah so those movies the the first two have you seen rise of the silver surfer i believe i did also see silver surfer all right those first two they're pretty campy the cgi is not great but they're like watchable. They're pretty entertaining. They're funny. They are funny movies. Yeah. So this 2015 version is not. It's not any of those actually. Oh, nice. So first of all, Miles Teller is Mr. Fantastic and he stinks. He's actually <laughs> really bad. I don't Ooh. know if it's just this is not the role for him. I've seen him. He's been Probably good that. in some movies. But this is not one of those. Which is really unfortunate. It is. Well, so this movie, it it's an hour and 40 minutes long, which is not bad. I, I'm here for that time length. The sure, issue yeah, is, the issue is, for me, that the first hour of this film is set up. They don't gain their powers until, like, the one hour mark. Till over halfway through this movie, they don't have powers. That's which, right. We've talked about we've, this. Which I know I've talked to hour. you about yeah. this. Yeah that's right which to me is that's a that's just a bad bad design for a movie i don't know how you can have your superheroes not be superheroes till the one hour mark that is really bad because that's what 40 minutes left of it's 40 minutes finding a bad guy well and so then they have superpowers and they kind of don't do anything for about another 10 15 minutes and then the bad guy shows up and he's in the movie for like 15 minutes and then he's he's gone, and then it's then movie's over. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's also Doctor Doom. Look up a picture of of Doctor Doom from this movie. From this movie, from, 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 from twenty fifteen, but... from the from the twenty fifteen Fantastic Four. Okay, find, yeah, yeah, yeah. find a picture of Doctor Doom because he is horrible. His design is so bad. I don't know what they were thinking. No way. Are you are you no. looking at him? No. With his no. weird really? like 
Yeah, he's got like a weird wrapped up face or something with a with a cloak. Yeah, the cloak I expect, but not the. He's got a weird face. Black marble, the black marble mask with like green crack running through. It's like he got transformed into rock. It's weird. It's weird. That's not Doctor Doom. The the movie the movie's all weird. All the character designs are fairly mediocre in my opinion. The thing, I actually think the thing looks pretty good in this. I'm not gonna lie. That is true. I saw that. It looks looks actually pretty good. It looks it looks kind of real, and that's that's pretty good. Kind of reminds me of what's uh I want Krieg is that his name from yeah yeah from from Thor yeah I I can see it I can see it yeah so this this was my choice. I understand why that was your choice. Yeah, this that makes a, a lot of sense. You'll have to, I'll, I will have to force you to watch this movie sometime. It's yeah, pretty bad. Please don't. It's an hour of nothing. Let's watch the last is, 40 minutes. It is an hour of nothing. And the, the part where they get their powers. So basically, Miles Teller, Mr. Fantastic, makes this portal to a place. And then the NASA people are like yeah so you're a scientist which means you don't get to go through the portal thing because the scientists only build the portal and then him and the other four people including dr doom they all uh, get drunk and go through the portal and then they immediately all touch the green space goo that's on the other side of the portal why and that's how and these are all supposed to be like really really smart people and that's that's it yeah uh, I mean, that's, it's that's just unfortunate. It's What's a horrible setup. Plot? It's it. This is this is less idiot plot. I think there are there are some movies that are that are very idiot plot. This oh, one sure, is sure. just this is kind of just lack of plot. Honestly, oh, there's right, really okay. just nothing that happens. I can I can see that then. But speaking of bad movies, oh. I do actually have a couple other just honorable mentions. For right, which right. I have some trivia for you. Oh, are you ready? Uh, are you ready, Sappy? Yeah. So first of all, s- starting with uh, the 2015 Fantastic Four, aka Fan Four Stick. Right. <laughs> uh, right. Tri- trivia for this movie. Did you know <laughs> Stan Lee uh-huh. declined uh-huh. to make a cameo in this film? <laughs> St- he he said no. They asked him. Uh. To, they asked him to make a cameo, and Stan Lee said no. Am I supposed to say yes or no, or is this just a, fl- a that was flat, just that was just fact. that was a fact that was that was period. <laughs> um. Also, do you know who, do you know who Mads Mikkelsen is? No. Okay. Well, Mads Mikkelsen is a guy who plays villains in movies. He played. Oh, okay, cool. He's the guy that took uh, Johnny Depp's role in Fantastic Beasts for the third one. Oh. Oh. He, yeah. Yeah. He's he's the one that got that gotcha, role right. for, for the third movie. He originally was going to audition for Doctor Doom, and he walked out of his audition after uh, he saw it. He he actually smart. left. Yeah. Good. Yeah. All right. So moving into other bad movies and leading into our next subject, there are some other bad movies out there, but that have pretty good source material, kind of like Fantastic Four. Right. One of those being. Percy Jackson, both The Lightning Thief and The Sea of Monsters. Both of these are actually pretty bad movies. Unfortunately. Did you know that Rick Riordan has never seen the full Lightning Thief film? That wouldn't shock me because neither have (laughs) I. 
he he accepted the check they still paid him for the rights to his stuff uh he has he read the script said he hated it and then neglected to watch the film you know what that's probably smart right can you blame him i don't blame him at all i i feel like that's pretty that's pretty on par the the next movie that that i have that's also pretty bad uh aragon is a pretty bad movie liked it though i was just waiting for number two and it never happened okay it ended weird it's just i hope you didn't like this movie i think if you rewatched this movie you wouldn't you would like it less (laughs) i think i watched it with my dad like seven six six can you was it released first well first first piece of trivia sappy can you tell me when this movie was released oh because it's not when you think it is no you cannot look it up all right, I will. I will pause. Take a, uh, I'm take take a, a guess. guess. Uh, 2015. Would you believe me if I said this movie was released in 2006? Really? 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 Oh, that's yes. than I thought it was. Right? It's crazy. Did I watch old. it. I didn't watch it until like 2012. Yeah. Until after I had I read. I didn't watch it till after I'd read the book. But it did come out in 2006, which is pretty crazy. Did you know that this is the last major film to be released on VHS in the U.S.? Really? Really, really? Yeah, 2006. This movie is old enough to have a VHS version. That's how old this movie is. (laughs) So there's there's that for you. Did you know they tried to get Elijah Wood for the role of Aragon? I could see how that would have fit in, but I am glad he said no. Did you know they tried to get Shia LaBeouf for the role of Aragon? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not I'm not joking. Those are two real people they wanted to play Aragon. I feel like it's not I feel like it's just not in Shia's wheelhouse. I feel like he could do it. Well, I'm I, sure he could do it. That's not the issue. I feel like it'd be weird watching I don't think it would have made the movie any worse. No, it, it just would have been odd watching the kid from Transformers be talking to a dragon now. Well, he, at, he wasn't the kid from Transformers yet. Really? Wait, who was that? The first... I thought he was... No, that's Shia LaBeouf, but when did the first yeah. tra- the first Transformers film? Transformers. I thought it was older Transformers than 2006. Transformers 1. 2007. Really? Shia LaBeouf Shia hadn't been in that, in that yet. He oh. had been in... What had Shia LaBeouf been in in 2006 give me a where's shia La, alexa show me shia labeouf's filmography let's see is I'm, he actually, is I'm surprised i thought uh transformers was older, older i was pretty that, sure that transformers was, was 2007 because transformers <laughs> is the oldest film i can remember seeing in theaters cool yeah oh he had been in holes that was that yeah. was shia labeouf's big thing that was 2003 so he had he had been in a real movie, and he'd been in iRobot, which was two thousand and four. So he he had been in real movies up to that point, and they wanted him for they wanted him for for Aragon. Oh, well, fair enough. But so speaking of those bad those bad movies, right? Safi, what do you think of the Percy Jackson books? Um, I really enjoyed them. Yeah, have you read? Have you read how many of the of the series have you read? I read oh, uh, I read all the 
just Greek ones. All the the and original I, series, the first five. The original series, okay. and then I read the Greek Roman ones. So the second series, the ones with Perseus, yeah, the, the main series. ones with the ones with Percy as the main character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Aren't they all? Well, okay. Well, all I mean, in the second the series, character. yeah, they're all kind of main characters, but you know, like they're all kind of main characters. They got like but Jason the ones with Piper Percy, you know. Yeah, I've, I've read the yeah. ones with Percy. Enough. Okay, okay. So I've read I've read all of those as well, and I think they're they're really good. What, yeah, I enjoyed them. Why? Why do you think they're? Why do you think they work so well? But either series slash both series. Um, I mean, realistically, it's probably because I was in the right age group when I started reading them. I do believe so that was... both of us are the tar- the target demographic for these yeah, books, definitely. as far as our age is concerned. So it was kind of kid close to my age. So it was already like, oh, can you can kind of relate to the character. Yeah, yeah. And then they actually gave him a personality before they said, all right, he's going to go fight a monster now. Yeah, was... he. I mean, he was a character. He's not like a, a blank slate character. Yeah, yeah. And I think the biggest, the biggest thing I can take from that is, I, I, I don't know exactly when they talked about it, but I feel like they talked about it very early in book one, where his favorite color is blue, and he always likes blue foods. And it's like, oh this kid loves blue i like blue that's cool yeah i mean he he feels like a real guy even before he has superpowers yeah and even such a small thing such as his favorite color is blue gave him more of a personality than uh just he's gonna fight a monster now i agree i agree um i in my opinion one of the things that this series and well the two series back to back especially does really well is the second series matures with the audience so much that it really like it ages up with the main people that it was targeting the people who were 12 when they read the first book are you know 15 17 when they read the second series and it it does a really good job as of following their ages and maturing with everything like the whole plot all the characters mature yeah like rereading i was listening to the lightning thief on audio today and i've listened to all 10 of those books within the last year on audible fair enough and the first series especially lightning thief and into sea of monsters and titan's curse Mm -hmm. are so childish i don't even know if you can call them young adult fiction it feels like it's younger than young adults like it's a step down it does lightning thief especially feels really kid booky it's just there's a lot of of weird jokes that don't really land on me now obviously now i'm much older than sort of the tar- target demographic sure yeah absolutely but they don't really land anymore and i don't know it just they feel really childish but then even by the time you get to book four you know and into book five there's a lot more sort of mature themes going on. Like, you know, when people start dying, that's already, you know, a sort of more mature theme. When yeah, se- I... when semi-important characters start dying. Yeah. True. And then moving into... Yeah, right? Moving into uh, the, the Heroes of Olympus books, the second series, it just matures even more. You get a whole bunch of new characters to play off of. The yep. jokes become less childish. There's obviously still, you know, some kind of dumb humor in there, but for the most part, it gets better. 
think it's fun to have dark humor sometimes. Well, yeah, and I mean, you it's kind of one of those where they have, you know, the second series has Leo in it, who is kind of like, <laughs> yeah. he's he's kind of the uh, the Sokka of, of, the, could, of these books, fair. right? He's yeah, kind yeah. of the comic relief, kind of the guy that says dumb things, but that are funny. True. He's he's kind of that guy, and I and the the second series to me just matures a lot, and I think that's a, one reason that the books are still successful. They didn't just like come out and then no one reads them anymore. Which I like, think is tr- very true. It is. I, I think I think it is. I think those books are still popular among oh, among you know middle schoolers and stuff like that. Oh no doubt they are. i would hope they are at least right like they're good books i i, I would they're hope really the middle good schoolers are still reading those and i think they're like one of the bigger reasons why some uh maybe, maybe a good amount of people who read those books get into mythology a little bit they're like those were really cool talking about gods and monsters well and, and there's some history. cool stories you can learn from mythology just exactly, from that yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's a good jumping point into this bigger world of knowledge, almost. I, I think so, yeah. I think it's a, a really good entry to kind of something that hadn't been tapped a whole lot. I mean, there's a yeah, lot no, of, like, really. references to mythology in a lot of other literature. Sure, most of it's a lot more, um, I'll call it made up. Yeah. Because, you know, mythology is supposed to have roots in what happened. So it's supposed to have happened, you know, those. Whatever, explain whereas, explain something yeah. yeah yeah whereas uh some other fantasy stuff is just i made this creature for the book well my, th- my point was more like there are a lot of you know fantasy things that involve you know real world mythology but it's not the center of the book oh all right okay fair enough if that makes sense you know yeah i know i get that yeah so speaking of these books that you know matured with their audience and are still yeah. being read a series that came out at a similar time frame really well i guess they were they were considerably sooner but aragon is another series that sort of has this same target demographic but i would, I would say so yeah but that suffered that did not do as well as as percy jackson have you read how many of the aragon books have you read i have read three and a half of them makes sense because... yeah I uh and my and my dad my dad's read all of them. Um, you you he, couldn't he make it through the fourth one. I could not do it. It's so long. Overwhelming. It's so boring. long. It's overwhelming. It's boring. It's just politic after politic yeah. after politic after minor fight after politic. Yeah, that's all about right and it ends with a friendship punch. Spoiler, spoiler alert by the way the whole series ends with a friendship punch <laughs> yeah it's just i so i have read all of them i think i, I, I did i did finish. make it through the fourth book i'm sure i made it through once but once. when i tried i tried to reread the series again and i was like book one cool cool we're doing good book two all right all right i'm feeling it book three okay you know let's yeah, here step down book- book four oh please just get right finish it (laughs) yeah i know exactly what you're talking about i feel like that's a pretty common experience with these books yeah i I know some folks who don't feel that way 
uh, I, I know my dad quite enjoys going through this politics stuff. I think yeah, he enjoys I think, how the books developed. I think if I were to reread it now, I actually might like it slightly more than when I was reading it as a, as a seventh grader. Oh, yeah, but absolutely. I don't know if I would like it enough to actually make it through the whole book. Yeah, yeah fair. But how about just book one? Aragon book just one. Book one. Yeah. I, What's your opinion I, on this book? I, I enjoyed it. I really like um, book one. All right, all right. I mostly enjoyed it and also remember i haven't read it in a couple years it's been a couple years since then since i've read it as well it's just one of those that's looking back i enjoy it less like at the time reading it i thought it was pretty good now looking back at it i think that it's just not as good as i thought it was i don't know i guess i guess that's fair i think i also see it from one point of when I read it, I was younger, and I really, en- I really did, and still do, really enjoy that genre. Yeah. But in the in the second part, I you know get to kind of, I've seen where the author got his inspiration from. Yeah. So do I'm you know like, the story? Awesome. Do you know the story behind the guy that wrote these? Uh, I know he was. What was he in high school? When yeah. He wrote so the first so Christopher one? Paolini is the guy who wrote these. He was fifteen right. years old when he wrote the first book. Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. He's he's from he's school? from Kalispell, Montana, I believe. When and he wrote these at fifteen years of age. At least the first one, right? The first one he wrote at fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, the next ones came came after. But it's well, yeah. It's very Lord of the Rings, right? Oh, absolutely. It's very you know in in typical fantasy fashion you have pre-lord of the rings fantasy and post-lord of the rings fantasy this is very very textbook post-lord of the rings fantasy yeah right it's it's just it's the same plot Uh, it's it's the same characters realistically right i mean do you do you you see what i'm talking about i can see what you're talking about but i can I, i can you know there's always some way you can poke a hole in it but it no, I really I agree. Destroy, I agree. It, it doesn't destroy the overarching. Yeah, it it is. It it I mean it kind of is, and I don't think it necessarily makes it worse. But I think that no. it led it to after book one. How do you continue a series that was started by making Fellowship of the Ring without making the next two books, Two Towers and Return of the King? How do you finish a series and have it not be Lord of the Rings? Yeah, and I think Which that's I think... where he kind of struggled. Yeah, and I think it also kind of, you know, went... I, don't, I guess I wouldn't know what he was thinking about it, but with each of those books, he was getting older and he was thinking differently. Yeah, I and agree. Every every book got a little more mature. It did. I, I do I do agree. Into the point where he was, yeah, writing about <laughs> politics for 500 pages of book four. Please, stop. Side, side note uh, about book four. Safi, do you own book four? Uh, yes on a hard copy do you have a hardback version of book four i believe i do yes is the binding falling apart i don't know i'd have to go look at it okay because everyone that i know that owns a copy of inheritance in hardback the binding has broken on it really yeah which and it it would be it would be not as bad if it was like one or two people but i'm gonna say i know five people that have a hardcover version of Inheritance where the binding has broken. And I don't know if that's just a, like a me thing or if it's just because of how thick the book is. Like I have some other pretty thick hardback books that have solid bindings. 
that are not broken. And this one, almost every copy that I've seen in hardback has had a busted binding. I keep forgetting that book four is the green one. It's the green one, yeah, Inheritance. It's, yeah, I keep thinking the one Brissinger. I keep thinking Brissinger, the yellow one, is oh. book four. I, I think they, yeah... I'd, I don't know. The fourth one just... It, I feel like it loses a lot of what made the first couple pretty good. No, it loses it a does. lot of the fantasy. It becomes a little too a little too real for me. I'm going to be real. It's it, really it politic really does, yeah. And then the ending to me... Yeah, the friendship punch really doesn't do it for me. No, it's... Yeah, book... What? So, I don't like that part. I'm going to be honest. Right, I'm gonna need the internet not to lie to me. How about that? What? What are you? What are you finding? One, I, I clicked. I clicked on something, and it was, it popped up with a. Uh, oh, it's related searches. Book five, Aragon series. Like, there's no book five. I don't believe Aragon's. there's a book five. I probably wouldn't read it if there was, but I don't think there is. Oh, and people, Aragon book six. All right, okay, people are just yeah, idiots. Yeah. yeah, people are just going for it. But yeah, no, it, yeah, it was unfortunate. Uh, book one was cool. Book two was. I, I think still still on the same level. I think book, book two was good. Actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, book three kind of took a little bit of a hit. It did. Uh, but it, wasn't it just bad. got a little boring. It did, but it, it wasn't bad. It just got it wasn't the worst. It, it started the politics. It was very well. Book three I felt was very much like a a training montage of a book. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Right. Was he was sitting there meditating. Yeah, he like meditates for like three hundred pages in this book. Yeah. And it's and only it, a 450 page book, and then it's just setting up for the next book. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just feels like, like a training montage. How you can sense the ants. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, that's, and that's what, all that happens. That happens for 300 pages. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I feel like this the third one just gets a little boring. And then the fourth one, obviously, we've talked about. Yeah. Which uh, is, yeah, which is unfortunate. All right, but so, so in the realm of fantasy sure we've we we did some we did some fantasy exploration this this week we played a couple of games actually primarily we played diablo immortal and diablo 3 yes uh what did you think of diablo immortal safi uh diablo immortal it was it was okay um it just we played it on pc and it just felt like a mobile game it did feel like a mobile game it, it started as a mobile game. It's on PC, what is beta right now, I want to say. It's something activity. like that, like an initial release or something. I don't know what they're yeah. calling it. And Diablo Immortal is a mobile game, and it just it just kept that feel on PC. Which well, and I really think good. it should stay a, a mobile game. I would agree. I don't think it'll take off on PC. Um, yeah, I d- didn't, didn't enjoy the feel of it. I didn't either. It felt very mobile gamey, and it felt very, yep. um, very mmo y it i yeah, played lost which... ark long enough i played lost ark through the first leg of the campaign to get to the end game content yep. and this was i'm gonna say 90 percent a carbon copy of lost ark if you told me really? that they if you told me that they copy pasted lost ark and then changed all of the sprites i would believe you because i so in diablo immortal i played a monk and in Lost Ark, I played Deathblade. And these classes, which are realistically not that similar considering that Lost Ark does have brawler classes. True. These classes felt almost the exact same to play. 
and they looked almost the exact same to play like the abilities themselves looked very similar the whole game if you pull up a side-by-side -side picture just a screenshot of diablo immortal and lost ark you probably would not be able to tell me which one is which huh. it's it's ridiculous and i just i just think it kind of lost what made diablo 3 cool which speaking of diablo 3 what do you how do you feel about diablo 3 right. uh i i enjoyed diablo 3 more than i enjoyed diablo immortal i i did as uh, well and i i think that definitely came down to the the idea that when you play a diablo game you're going to be playing this rpg uh, looter shooter or looter shooter yeah, yeah. Um, which Immortal, you know, Immortal is supposed to be the MMO of Diablo. It just didn't feel. It loses good a as lot Diablo of Diablo game. when it gained yeah. the MMO part. Yeah. It did it did so have so having Diablo three without that MMO part uh, felt really good actually. Right. You, it's kind of what you signed up for. Like I signed yeah, exactly. up to play a looter shooter, and in Diablo three I actually get to play a looter shooter. Yeah. Whereas in Diablo Immortal, like. You're playing Again, an MMO. They, <laughs> you're playing they, they, any other MMO. Yeah, and they do. They tell you like this is an MMO, and you're like, okay, I'm still playing a Diablo game. It's like, oh yeah, it's just a, not really. Yeah, it's it's, it's, just, it's just a mobile MMO. Yeah, the and that that kind of brings us into this next point. MMOs kind of stink. Like the last unique MMO that I played was New World, which was a very unique MMO in my opinion. Right, you played New World with me a bit, Safi. New World with you. What, yeah. what did you think of New World in the in the bit that you played? Um, in the bit that I played, it was uh, it was rough, but i i en I enjoyed it when I was playing with other people. That was the biggest thing. Is I wouldn't play it solo. That's for sure. I and also would like, not. In which I feel like other MMOs. I would play solo actually um, because they're fun. Yes. And you're saying Lost Ark is not one of those? Or uh, sorry, that uh, that uh, New World is not one of those you'd play alone? Yeah, no, I, I definitely, no, I wouldn't have. I, I can definitely see that. So I did play New World alone for about 150 hours to get to the end game content. Too much. It was too much, yeah. So the game itself was okay. But it just, I don't know, it was unique, which is really nice. It felt unique from an MMO standpoint. And then once you got to the end game, it, it had its own problems, which are kind of a different topic all on its own. But the, the point to this was MMOs now, I feel like, are all becoming the exact same thing, where it's get on, do your daily dungeons, use your whatever, your login reward thing is whether it's a mm. rune of some kind to augment a dungeon or your daily you know uh your daily guardian kills or whatever then you get off like what else is there to do yeah it i think besides be, like it's a chore I yeah i think that, i feel like that's and I, I, i'm not gonna relate it to it too much because i don't know personal experience but isn't that pretty similar to what's going on with like wow for a while it's you know get on do the daily thing get off wait till the next dungeon drops try and what, yeah on a on a less then... regular schedule on wow it happens with primarily it happens with the new expansions when yeah, the yeah. new dungeons come out you get on and do worlds first and then after that That's you kind of yeah. don't really do anything 
and that is it's it's similar i think that mmos a lot of mmos just really lack end game content because what is there to do in an mmo in in the end game you can pvp but and you can grind for better gear sure what what else do you do yeah i guess that's something that needs to kind of start getting fleshed out yeah well in new world Um, again i i hate to bring up a not fantastic mmo but new world had end game content it had it had good pv well it had good ideas for pvp uh, the pvp itself was pretty bad but it had good ideas for pvp and then the wars the map itself was a really good idea it was expandable and it was something to fight over you could cause wars you could gain territory it was a good idea for this end game content obviously you know that it has some other issues but oh absolutely um, but I guess how would how do you how would you implement putting any sort of war or good end game con- end game content into an MMO where you're not material farming, where you're not grinding trees and rocks and plants all day? You know. Well, yeah. I mean, obviously, New World was built from the ground up to accommodate things like wars. Sure. It was. I mean, it was built to have this in it from the start. And something like Diablo or or Lost Ark kind of loses a lot of that. In Lost Ark, you actually do have resource gathering. Oh, do you? You do you do end up getting crafting and stuff like that. That is unlocked. Where I got in the game, I don't know how useful it was. To as far uh, as I could tell, you basically just grinded dungeons for loot. I don't know exactly what all of the crafting materials were for. Dude, I'm kind of down I didn't for do it. dungeon grinding. Dun- dungeoning for loot is kind of cool. You're doing well, something besides it spamming was, rocks and trees. The, the issue with Lost Ark's dungeons for loot was that you could only do X number of dungeons a day for full loot. And then after uh, that, you only got like 10% loot from each dungeon. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't like that one. Yeah, actually. yeah. No, so you had to do other stuff if you really wanted to, to get loot. So that was, it's, that was a different issue, I think. Was there any way to like pay into extra dungeon farms or whatever 100 percent. yeah, 100%, yeah. There, oh there was which is the issue right now i don't know if you have seen clips for do you know who asmongold is uh i've heard the name i yeah. haven't actually watched much of this stuff, big though. wow guy he he's the he's like the biggest mmo guy on twitch i think he, i heard a news article about what you're about to say but i didn't read yeah it. so he i just saw i actually just watched the clip on youtube this morning he has this clip where he goes through one Diablo Immortal dungeon with full runes. So you can pay X number of dollars, you know, like 99 cents or something like that for runes. Or like, I think you can buy them in bundles and they augment your dungeon crawls. We did a couple of those, right? Where yeah, you, yeah, we did. You, pay, you, you put runes into this thing and it augments the loot you get from this. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. I'm going to call it a dungeon. You go in and fight a bunch of stuff and then you kill a boss and you get a bunch of loot. Yeah, but we didn't. We didn't do the pay. We didn't do the pay for. We more didn't of the pay for them. We used. Rune. We got one free rune each at the beginning of the game. And one we free used really good rune. One free good rune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and there are like the normal runes that aren't normal worth it. Runes. Yeah, yeah. But so these good runes, the really good runes, you can pay for like ninety nine cents a piece or something, and then you can put up to three of them in, and you get really good loot. And so he does. Asmongold did this one run where he had three runes, and he got you know ten legendaries or something like that off of this last boss that's he, kind of nutty which is kind of nutty and then he did another one where he didn't put any he put no runes in of just a free-to-play run ah. and he got no legendaries he got like three good pieces like 
I mean, I don't know how the rarities work. You got like three rare pieces of loot and then a bunch of like shitty crap scrap gear. And he's and he was appalled. The clip is really funny because he he's has no idea what free players are supposed to do. That's yeah, and which kind of makes Diablo Modal hard to play if you're going to be a free player and you're trying to do these dungeon runs to get really good loot. It it does. It it makes it pay to win realistically. It, it really does. In su- in such a small fashion yet in such a big way. Well, and so the thing about that is on a mobile game, that kind of stuff is very common. A 99 oh, cent thing for yeah. a rune on a mobile game is nothing. That's nothing. But putting that into a PC game, to me, just invalidates it so much. Yeah. And I, I don't like know. You're... I don't know if they should, you know, change the monetization of the game for PC. I really don't think that that's a good solution, but probably not. It just makes the game feel so mobile gamey. Even just a simple microtransaction like that just makes it feel mobile gamey. But then there's the problem of. So I, I played Neverwinter All right. um, and Rift, um, which yeah. is two MMOs that I played a while back. Okay. Um, and both of those were free-to-play MMOs, but they had in-game purchases. Yeah. If if those games were behind, like, a $10, $15 paywall, but with no in-game purchases, I don't know if I would have paid $10 to $15 to play the game. But what were the in-game purchases? Were you purchasing gear? What were you purchasing? Um, if I remember correctly, it was a lot of aesthetics, mounts, um, okay, okay. maybe follower, maybe, like, helper. I know in... Yeah. Neverwinter, there was like helpers you could yeah, have, yeah, yeah. and on missions to get stuff for you. Um, I guess for yeah, but for the most part, I think it was just a lot of cosmetics. Um, I don't. I'm sure there was. A, I didn't get very far in the game, so I'm sure there was yeah. a point where you could buy turned, actual turned stuff. Into, yeah, and I, I don't know. Well, so the MMO that I have the most experience with is Wizard 101. Mm, which yeah. to me to this day i think it holds up actually as an mmo i i know that a lot of people you know make fun of it because it is kind of a it is you know like kind of a children's game but i yeah, i yeah, think yeah. it holds up really well the downside to, to wizard 101 is the subscription base if you want to yep. play the full game you either need a subscription or to buy the premium currency the Which upside yeah it's kind of unfortunate the upside to me is that the there's really no pay to win number one the pvp is exclusively you have to choose to do pvp and it's not like there's no real rewards or anything to it other than clout you can climb leaderboards right so it's yeah. all it's all about the pve and so you have a lot of grinding for you know good pet gear and good player gear but realistically, the gear that you can buy from the shop, from the premium currency shop, is not significantly better than what you can grind out. And it's all drop. You can craft gear, but for the most part, you're just you're just getting the dropped gear from bosses, which means you farm bosses a lot. And it's it feels almost like a like a looter shooter kind of feel because you're looking for specific drops. Which I think feels a lot better than uh, grinding for hours to craft. Uh, I agree. I'm sure you have to, you, I'm sure you have to grind bosses for hours. Well, yeah, some bosses. I think that's more fun than grinding a rock for an hour, or grinding a boss for an hour. It's, it's actually doing yeah. something. Even, if, of course, you're like, all right, hey, yeah, I know you're like, your moves, okay, all right, so I, I one-shot this guy every time, but I know what well. you're gonna, I know what you're gonna play, but get out of the way. Like, yeah. 
well and the other thing is something. you can grind crafting in the game and it technically the crafted gear is better than the uh, you know droppable gear from bosses it's mm -hmm. fairly marginally better but if you want to min max you ha you will have to craft stuff Sure. And that, you know, that can be, those crafting ingredients can be a grind to get, but it's completely optional. At no point in the game are you going to have to stop and craft something to be able to beat a boss. You will be able to beat a boss with dropped gear. Which is a lot different than some of the MMOs we've played recently. Exactly. Which I, I think that, that Wizard 101 is, and they've basically been the same since day one. I think it's a game that kind of figured it out right away. And I think they've got, they've got a, a good kind of business model going which is outside of the honestly, subscription thing sure sure which is kind of wild to me um but it also is pretty awesome that they were able to yeah do that. i mean the, the subscription thing i know gets a lot of flack because it's like labeled as a oh, free-to-play yeah, game absolutely. and then only the first two areas are free to play like the fact that there's you know 11 or 12 worlds in the game now and wizard city is not free to play is crazy to me i don't know how they've gotten away with it it's weird i actually we were, we were talking about Wizard 101. I remembered one of the other MMOs that I played. Yeah. Uh, Pirate 101. Pirate 101. Significantly Which... worse, in my opinion, than Wizard 101. <laughs> the game not has shocking. not been updated in, like, eight years. Not shocking. Yeah, that, that doesn't shock me. Uh, it probably isn't. I, I barely played it, uh, but I just looked it up, and, yeah, they are made by the same people. It I is, yeah. It's King's that. Isle Entertainment, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean... Hey, at least they did good with Wizard 101. That kind of that's kind of all that 101 matters. has a fan base, and the game itself is okay. It's just oh. to me, it's not comparable to Wizard 101 oh, in yeah, terms no, of I wasn't quality of the it. game. But it is it well, is a good shout out, yeah. Yeah, yeah I just I think it's got a different, a little bit of a different uh, system to it. But it was just it is uh, the combat's completely different. Yeah, yeah, just just an interesting remember that that game did in fact exist, right. and I played it. It is. It's not a fever dream. I know. <laughs> I I had the Definitely same thought. Um, all right, Safi. Well, I don't think we're solving MMOs uh, in their oh, entirety today. I'd, I'd love to be able to, but right. oh, Lord knows I don't have the programming experience for that. I, well, the other thing we don't have is the time. So to wrap oh, us yeah, up, Safi, yeah. uh, I hear that you, you've done some research and you, have, you've come I up have. with a riddle this week. I know that last week your riddle, I believe, was something along the lines of riddle me this, don't watch Smallville. Does that sound about right? Uh, I think that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I think a lot of our viewers knew the answer to that one. It so... was. It wasn't very hard. It was, it was more of an on. It was more like an on the spot kind of riddle. So yeah, it didn't yeah. Get as much time. But so I've heard that you've done some research into this one. So hopefully you you've got one this week that'll take a little brain power. I I certainly hope so. If it doesn't, uh, I apologize. You're too smart for me. I'll try better next time. All right, well, so anyone with the answer to Safi's riddle you can at me on Twitter. I am at Pinzodunzo on Twitter, P-I-N-Z-O-D-U-N-Z-O. At me on Twitter with the with the answer to Safi's riddle. Safi, lay it on us. All right, so the riddle this week goes, two fathers and two sons are in a car, yet there are only three people in the car. How? How? Interesting. Tune in next week to find out the answer. And uh, hopefully you guys don't get it too fast. I'm really, I'm really hoping this isn't like a brain dead. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I get on Twitter, Zaffy. All right, all right, I appreciate that. All right, well, I think that's all we've got for them this week. Do you have anything else to add, Zaffy? Um, no, that's gonna do it for me. All right, well, 
as always, I've been Pinzo. And I've been Safi. And that's all we've got for you guys. So tune in next week for episode four of the Nerd Hub podcast. We will be here hopefully on Monday. And we will see you guys then. So that's that's it for episode three. See you guys later. Yeah. Thank you.